Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Tigers Talk Rugby. Before we get started, because today I was too excited to get to what we were talking about, Clemson versus the Colorado Exos. That game happened yes, sir. Uh, on April 17th of 2021 to date this episode, yeah. if you, you want to know. Um, and we, I'm just going to get right into it. Sorry, I'm Ethan Richards. I'm Beckett Rice. And I'm CJ Bakel, and I'm very, very, very sore. <laughs> As am I. <laughs> and I didn't even get to play the XOs. I just played UGA. Yeah, we. It was a it was a busy day in Clemson um, mm-hmm. on Saturday. It was a good it was a good day. Uh, unfortunately, no outcomes went in the way of the Tigers. Um, we got to put that one out there. Especially learning uh, experience is what I would like to call it. True. So. True. The uh, final score for Colorado Exos versus Clemson, uh, from what I see on the live stream, was 38-10. to 10. Colorado. And this was confirmed by Colorado as well. Yes, awesome. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, let's roll right into what are our, like, first thoughts here? They were rather large men. They were they were definitely small <laughs> human beings. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> I must be talking about thinking of a different Colorado. Yeah, that? definitely not small. Like I, it was so funny. So uh, being on the sideline for for this game and and just seeing the two teams like on the other side of the mm-hmm. field, it was like like watching giants on one side and seeing like like some just casual like gnomes and dwarves (laughs) on the other side like (laughs) it was a big difference in in the just size in person like it was crazy if you wanted to put a dnd reference to it it was fur bulgs against uh (laughs) against dwarves yeah yeah it was crazy like i I know (laughs) my first thought was like these guys are athletes. I was like, these are just straight athletes. Like, like regards of the, the program, they've had what three months. Yeah. So yeah, 12, 13 weeks, I believe they said, yeah, and, some uh, guys we met them on Friday. Yeah. We went on Friday. They said that a lot of the guys only had up to 13 weeks of experience. Some less than that. So I'll, some of them more of that shout out to max fear the ears. Wait, who had he said he had like 15 years of experience, which was yeah. kind of like, wait a minute, I thought it was a bunch <laughs> of crossover athletes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but there was a few with some with a little bit of experience there, yeah, just because I believe one of their players, um, a prop had just gotten like two days before had just gotten signed by the LA Guiltinis and was coming off the bench for their game this past weekend. Yeah, congratulations. So. That's a that's a big thing. I know that's like the goal of the crossovers is to get players to that point. Mm-hmm. So, well, to get players to the national team. True, true. But like but get, the get them step. to the professional the level. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. like pushing them into those mm-hmm. the professional scenes whether it be like in the US, outside of the US and at the national level or like like they just that's the goal and like the fact that as we were saying, like 13 weeks into this really being full and developed as a thing, like as a public program and already having players getting assigned to 
a program that's that's currently undefeated with yeah, all who's, points who's, in the league. Like playing yeah. like their hair is on fire. Right. Like that's yeah. a good sign. But no, that is, yeah. Rolling into the game itself, the first five or so minutes of the game, I think was one of the most physical games in recent history that I think the Clemson team has put out. Oh, oh gee, thanks. I, I mean, it's true. You guys, like, looking at the guys in front of you and knowing that at, on average at each position, you're probably a couple inches shorter and a little bit smaller, and our guys aren't well, pure muscle. Like, Well, let's let's look at it, the fact that, like, um, our locks, I think Harry is, like, 6'4", about 240. Max is about 6'4", 210, 15. I think he said he was like two oh five. Yeah. Two oh five. Okay, two oh five. And then they had lock their their locks were like six nine to sixty, seventy, six Massive seven, six leagues. eight, like yeah. two forty, two fifty. Yeah, they had some large boys out there. Right. And so so like it, it was cool to watch the Clemson guys get out there and just kind of go for it, you know? Like oh, yeah. it was not really like there was a, a moment where and everybody's faces in the first like five ten minutes where like they didn't care like it was just about going out there and and putting everything you could into the game which i thought was awesome i will have to make a statement i will have to say shout out to harry for that for a pre-game a little bit of a pre-game speech and he said kind of what everybody knows about rugby and just the like the, the starting kickoff right it's like if you hit get that first hit up that first uh you know, if you, you set the tone early from the kickoff, then that'll carry throughout the rest of the match. For and sure. I felt as if, like you said, within the first five minutes, that was the case. Because yeah. initially we, yeah, they were big and maybe our tackles weren't the best, but we were able to get a couple penalties off of them, milk the hell out of some of them. And yeah. like within the first couple minutes, we were inside our own 22 ready to score off a penalty. Yeah. Unfortunately, that, nothing really got converted from yeah. from that initial. Yeah, shame Tom couldn't strike. It happens, There's you know. Like a few. Oh, go ahead, Ethan. Yeah, it happens. Like missing those kicks. Like it's unfortunately like that's where you got and and when a kick like that is missed, like you could kind of see everybody like shoulders dropped a little bit, but obviously everyone was still gonna keep fighting and keep pushing. But you could tell like. That initial energy, like, because you couldn't get that early kick, you couldn't get those three points, like, right off the bat and feel confident and good after that moment. Like, you can – it kind of showed in the play. I I don't know. I I don't think anybody's confidence has waned during that – like, during the first half especially. Because I don't want to say this in a negative way, but whenever we used to be playing, we played playing against life and Lennon wouldn't – you know, et cetera, we would get smacked early on and our confidence was wane really, really quickly. But in, I felt as if in this game, even after, even after they scored a try, we still felt like, oh, we're still in this. We're going to score soon. It's going to happen and it's going to mm-hmm. get close. And I, I mean, the, fir- the first half score line of 12 to three kind of shows that. And then it got away from us a little bit towards the end, but I feel as if our confidence was never really down, even though the scoreline said 38 to 10, 
I felt as if everybody had like a general vibe of we could still do something here. Like we could still put up a couple points and maybe get a comeback at some point. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Cause I, I noticed that as well, where, where, and I was like, we're really keeping up staying physical and not really dropping down too much like we used to in the past with life in Lindenwood. And I think some of that was after a while playing those guys so often, you sort of just come into the game and the mindset's like, all right, we're just here. We're going to lose again. Like we always do. But with this game, we're like, we're coming here, you know, smash these guys and give them, you know, give them our two cents. And I think it's also just comes down to the new culture that um, Troy and Dara have been instilling into the boys. Mm-hmm. Like never give up, never say die. For sure. I, um, I know from the sideline, like, like till the, till the bitter end, it looked as if everyone was still trying to do something. And, and yeah. a, a great conversation I had with uh, my brother who was a Clemson alum uh, and he, he was watching Rick Nichards. Yeah. He was watching the stream as well. And we were sitting there. He's like, we looked like rugby players and we looked as if some of the handling errors could have, could have, been eliminated and some of the decision making could have been crisped out a little bit more and and as we were both saying like in that conversation was it comes down to being the first game of in a year and a half yeah that is also true first game in a in a year (laughs) yeah definitely we had several chances that just went begging for some some simple just simple mistakes lost the ball you know didn't pass it early enough yeah Yeah. that's like you said that comes down to you know year and a half away not getting to play anyone so yeah and and i mean the team that was the colorado xos like kudos to them they played well and and like at the end of the day they capitalized on those mistakes very well two of their tries came right off of uh some some handling errors and and some some loose balls that got given in a, in a good little pass to a uncovered winger who just made it all the way down the field to score. Who had absolute pure wheels. Yeah. yeah. The, that was oh my one of the fastest. <laughs> He's one of the fastest players I've ever seen. For the people listening. Pitch. Yeah. For the people listening, if you want to watch any of these highlights, they do have a bunch of them on, I think rugby factory TV on their Instagram. They do. So, yes. Um, we, we should yeah. definitely uh, link that definitely in, link that in the description. Yes, because there's a few nice scrums in there from Clemson where we're just pushing, shoving them back. Yeah. So speaking of, that's mm. that's the next place I wanted to go was was the scrum down for for the Tigers was intense. It was oh yeah, it was strong. Like uh, you can in in one of those highlights that they posted on on uh, the Instagram was literally like like a beautiful just just pack down get a good drive through and, and not just like stopping after that initial hit, but like taking that extra step to give the nine Tyler Doolittle time to pass it out in which made its way to the 10s hand to the 12s hand, and then a beautiful exit kick. So like the, the Clemson scrums that were put together, like were very, very well built against these guys who were clearly bigger than them, clearly like, more athletic in terms of their builds and their, and their efforts. I mean, the Colorado XOs, they were saying what they practice three, four times a week and two, mm-hmm. two of those days or two a days sort of like workouts. Yeah. Like it looked great. I gotta, I gotta like 
give a big, I guess, thank you to Warren, who is absolutely he he's been helping us out with uh, scrumming. He's also he's almost like our uh, I would like to say our interim scrum coach, scrum doctor, the scrum doctor, and he's been coming out helping us out on Wednesday nights. you know, just spending a few minutes working on scrum technique and things like that. And he was saying the entire, the entire last couple of weeks that there's no way that we're going to beat these guys strength on strength. You know, there's no way that we're going to beat a guy who can, you know, squat 500, 600 pounds, but we can, we could definitely, you know, beat them by technique and messing with them. So yeah. he was telling, yeah. he'd be telling myself and Trey all the time, little little things to mess with them whether it's you know messing up their their binds trying to get you know putting your head in a certain spot that <laughs> that makes uh makes it a little uncomfortable for them within the laws, a little shoulder i mean it's yes. obviously it's within the laws because <laughs> if i mean if the ref doesn't see it it's totally fine <laughs> that's least that's at least my mentality sometimes but but, but i will I be gotta, clear we yeah. do not support uh any breaking of the laws of rugby in game i mean all i'm saying is if the ref if it's not called by the ref it's not illegal (laughs) this is true (laughs) but anyway i gotta give a big thank you to him because he's really helpful yeah um yeah speaking of that so i was the like injury reserve for if one of the front row went down which brendan our starting hooker did and then vance had to get get on and i was that was probably the first game I've ever watched where both Trey and CJ played a full 80. And yeah. I was just waiting there like, all right, I'm going to go in. They're either going to put me at prop or they're going to have me hook and move Vance to prop, which either way, I feel like we're going to lose a bit on the um, scrum because I'm 195 pounds. That was the last time <laughs> so, 80 since freshman year of college. Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was very surprised. I was I guess that comes that we must be getting a lot of great fitness in. Yeah. I mean, speaking of going 80, right. You look at a lot of the guys who ended up going 80 and they, they fought all the way through, but you could tell that the fitness difference between the two squads was like, it it was a factor. I mean, as uh, CJ said earlier, the halftime score was, was, 12 for Colorado three for the Tigers and and Clemson came in and put that that big hefty drive in and and put points up within uh, 10 15 minutes uh into that second half but as soon as that second half started getting pushing further and further you could see the little mistakes were being made from from exhaustion well I think Part of it, yes, exhaustion, but also we were starting to rack up some injuries. Like Hugh, our starting 13, he, I think he was down after the first 10 to 15 minutes he had to come out. Um, Baylor had to come out, our starting, uh, I think he was seven. Um, Brendan, our hooker, and a few others. And also, I don't, I'm a, I was, you know, quite amazed on the sidelines, me and the boys were since, uh, like just in awe because it's Ramadan. And Rashad and Ahmad are Muslim, so they're they fasting, so they're not even allowed to drink water during oh, the day. Wow. And we were like, they're out there, Ahmad just wrecking people, you know, at that six man at being, you know, on the blind side, and he's just wrecking people, and he can't drink water right now when we when 
when there's a break and we were just like i could not do that that's insane He's yeah that takes a real warrior mentality that's that's, a, that's news that's to a, me congrats yeah. to them that's impressive. rashad forgot to wake up early before the sun came up to drink water like ahmad said he woke up at five to drink like a gallon of water wow yeah it well, was kudos crazy. to those two because that is an impressive feat i did not know that was a thing mm-hmm. i didn't know that was happening yeah for a whole um, month yeah well i i know i mean the holiday yeah. i just didn't know those two were were doing like dealing with that throughout mm-hmm. this game that's a big like that's a big feat that is I mean, it was, 80 minutes of rugby is no joke they, honestly like, they both need to be getting man of the match if we, <laughs> i i was saying rugby, i was like man of the match tigers talk uh, rugby man of the match goes out to those two yeah, yeah true. for that that's just crazy they were putting yeah. in some work out there so, so kind of going into that man of the match uh, discussion a little bit more, like if each of you had to pick a player who you feel like their performance on the field specifically was for the, for Clemson, of course, like, Oh, okay. It, I was going to look yeah. at whoever the, the Colorado yeah. XO guy who actually ended yeah. up winning it. Okay. Well, yeah, um, 13, but okay. Yeah. Uh, for Clemson, like if you had to pick a Clemson player for the man of this match, who who do you think you would pick? That's a pretty tough question. I think our fifteen ah. Chris Arik or he won it, but it was also like there was a lot of people very deserving of it. I felt just a lot of people pouring their heart and soul out on that pitch. Agreed. So I I think pretty Chris, tough to pick that. Chris played a fantastic game in the in the backfield. Oh, absolutely. I'm not I, saying he doesn't deserve it. I'm just saying there's a lot of other dudes who also deserved it. True. I, I'm going to say, like, I do agree with who was selected. I think Chris mm-hmm. played a fantastic game. Obviously, he was the one who uh, con- converted – or not converted, scored the try, um, yep. in which was then converted by Tom. Uh, which was a phenomenal try. Yeah, and and uh, I was like right there on the, on the sideline, literally like following the ball, walking along just to like, because mm-hmm. it was a great drive and it was a lot of good work from, and when the ball got to him, like he looked around him and he looked at who was in front of him and he knew exactly what he could do with his feet and his hands to make that guy bite a little bit too hard on defense, mm-hmm. take that ball and, and take it through a hole that he's creating himself. And yeah. I think his ability to, to play the kick return very well off of a lot of their, their pressure that they put on. I, I think he did a fantastic job across the board as a player. Yeah. Well, that try the fake pass to will our, our winger, or I think it was will um, Phil, faked it, at least on me on the sideline faked me out because I thought he actually <laughs> did pass it to Will because no, it happened so fast. Yeah. But um, um, again, if anyone wants to watch some of it, I think most of the highlights on Rugby Factory are the XOs. But if you go to the Clemson Rugby Facebook, they have the live stream and it should still be able to. They do. Watch the it. stream is still up. Yes. Shout out to Ethan for making the stream. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. They, uh, uh, came to us to put together the stream uh, for them. So mm-hmm. I did that uh, last week. It was it was a lot of fun. So yeah. unfortunately, I, I had a live timer set up for them to be able to use, but they didn't end up using it. So good luck on 
figuring out the time as you yeah. go. <laughs> Good thing there's a little time in the bottom that tells you how long the game, the stream's been going. Yeah. But yeah. Um, CJ, who, who was your MVP? I don't know, actually. Because I, I agree with you guys with Chris because Chris had a phenomenal game. And I felt I felt as if the entire game, he was, you know, he was always behind me on defense and I felt secure with him back there. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So I always felt like so like if they kicked it, he they, he was gonna catch it and then either kick it back or just run down the middle and make a guy miss. Or he, I just felt as if on, especially on defense, he was, I just, we had a, like a security blanket, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, I felt confident in Chris's abilities. And I like, I would like to say like props to him. Cause he's been putting in a lot of work and yeah. uh, you know, trying to perfect his skills a lot uh, over the last year. Right. Yeah. And turns out yeah. it worked. It paid off. Yeah. It did. It did. Yes. He'll, he'll probably need to be listening for when the MLR draft rolls around next year. <laughs> Yo, I would name. love to see that. I Yo, would if love Chris to does it, it he, if anybody right now could do it, he's definitely one of them. I think Ahmad's got a real shot too, considering he's only a freshman. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were some, some young guys on that pitch, like uh, the winger, Will Parrott, um, mm-hmm. Ahmad, as you just said, um, well, Mod's not a freshman, but he this is his first year playing with us. It, uh, first season at, at yeah, he's a freshman. Uh, Clemson, yeah, freshman, yeah, rookie. Let's right, say that. Okay. Yeah, um, is he a sophomore then? Well, I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we'll <laughs> ask him. Well, I'll ask yeah. him. I'll ask yeah. him. Um, but yeah. So, closing points. I think. I see this as as a great game to learn a lot from for both teams, really, because it was littered with penalties. There was a card uh, on Colorado, two cards. Two cards you're yeah. right, um, and and I think both teams can go back, look at this film, and look at this game, and kind of see where their errors are, where their errors aren't, um, mm-hmm. and what is the most important thing to work on next week or the week after or the week after that. Um, yeah, absolutely. I hundred percent agree. There's I a lot of like, good things to take away and a lot of things we still need to work on. So I just like to be able to say, like, you know, we all played against uh D one or, you know, professional athletes. Yeah. Hey, 31 to 10 against some professionals is a fan. I take, I think is a fantastic score. <laughs> I also get to say that I propped against a, a, Tanella Tupo. Yes. Not the not, not the Tongan Thor, but <laughs> different a, one. Different one. A different one. Yeah. Former Seattle Seahawks defensive tackle. So it's pretty big. Pretty big. Mm-hmm. Also, shout out to Trey Reed. Just just want to throw that one in there. Oh yeah. Um, I, I can't oh, I can't forget. Trey was great. Trey. <laughs> Trey and also, I you know it, this is funny. After the after the match. I went down to TD's at the pier to get some food with my dad, right? And uh, <clears throat> and I was leaving, and Trey was uh, Trey was showing up at the exact same time, and he comes up, he gives me a big hug, and he's like, "Sorry, man, this kind of sucks. The front row gang is, you know, is is falling apart." I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Aren't you leaving this year?" I was like, "No." And he goes, "Oh, so you're telling me the band's coming back together?" <laughs> yeah. 
yeah um on that season baby uh congrats cj on graduating uh with your bachelor's and moving on to your master's next year i haven't done it yet so well you're close enough we're close enough we got two weeks just don't mess it up. Hey, <laughs> don't make me say, look dumb. Sh- shout out to you too. I mean, you're graduating <laughs> and you're about to go get your master's degree as well. Dummy. True. True. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, give yourself that's some a thing, credit, buddy. <laughs> Gosh, making me feel very young over here. <laughs> that's because you are. Yeah, I know. We're 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 old farts now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> old farts. I'm gonna I'm gonna start eating years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> start eating oatmeal every day with no flavor in it. I'm gonna need to start carrying a cane with me, right? Like, gosh, dude! After <laughs> after this weekend, I wish I had a cane with me. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, immediately this morning, uh, Ethan was so obviously everybody knows that Ethan and I live together, and mm-hmm. Ethan was just chilling out in the in the uh, common area, and both Tyler Doolittle and I, we walk out, and we're both like, "I'm extremely sore," and this <laughs> is. And like this I is heard. Monday. Like right now, we're recording this on Monday, and it was Monday morning. So, we like I know my neck <laughs> I, is still very sore. My back is sore. My legs are a little iffy, but I was it's all right. Yeah. But I know Tyler was pretty rough as well. Yeah, the first thing I heard from the first sentence that came out of either of their mouths this morning was, "I'm so sore." <laughs> Both yeah. of them. It was great. I will tell you a lot of a lot of ibuprofen has been put into my body. <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. See, well, I only got to play UGA, but I'm still pretty sore. And actually, somehow on my shoulder, the padding in pr- that I like the padded shirt I wear imprinted the on foam you? is it's imprinted. It's no it's way. Got a, it looks like a honeycomb. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> you can't really see it very well now, but it looks yeah. like a kind of. I can see like a red thing. patch right there. Yeah. God. <laughs> it's pretty. Wait. Funny. Okay. Can I just ask one thing? Is sunburnt a an injury or part of being sore? <laughs> Look, I feel kind of insulted by that because for those who are watching, I am a cherry red tomato right now. <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm gonna wrap it up here. Uh, any final thoughts on the game? I'm proud of us. I'm proud. I am as well. I'm proud of the UGA boys actually putting in a lot of work, grinding that game out. Um, mm. I'm proud of a. Proud of the uh, the guys who played against XOs because we didn't expect we 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 you know we didn't expect that yeah and uh, yeah I, I it's just a shame that this was the last game the last game for a lot of us uh, looking forward I guess to next semester yeah awesome Me well, as well thanks for listening and CJ. Go watch the MLR breakdown so that you can watch, figure out what rugby you should be watching this week. Hey, that'll be coming out on Friday. So shout out to us. Or Thursday. You, Thursday. No, it's Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Everybody yeah. comes everybody out. Everybody look at Instagram on Thursday. Thursday. To figure out which games they should be watching for Saturday and Sunday. Hey CJ, what day what day does the MLR breakdown come out on? Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Comes out yeah. on Thursday. Go watch some rugby. That's my life.